welcome to the all-time mystery podcast where you have yours truly little b at Brunelli sports chris aka hater at supercharge 33 and tyler at t underscore dement we have a very special guest with us we have sploiter aka at rainbow explosions with us this week to talk about all the head coaching general manager and tom brady news that's happened in the nfl over the last week because he is a bears fan sorry folks i know we actually have a bears fan you know we have a co-host last year for some time that was a Bears fan, and he understands. I just understand the pain, and I love it. I just love that the Bears are always going to suck. So uh, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Thank you for joining us, Derek Explorer. We're very excited to have you on this podcast. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, no, yeah. thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go and let's get into big news. Tom Brady, the GOAT, has officially retired from the NFL after – a lifetime. I, I don't even know how many years anymore at this point. It doesn't doesn't matter. Does it honestly matter? Like, like I saw our whole lives. Our whole literally our whole lives. Like I literally saw like a TikTok going over like things that happened when Tom Brady lasted and started the NFL. And it was like literally the Nokia phone was the number one selling phone in the you know the world. I'm oh yeah, so I old. saw that. Tom Brady is so old that he was drafted by the Montreal Expos. <laughs> <laughs> it just like, like you think about, I like you can just talk about like the amazing talent. Like this is the end of an era. Like it was Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Big, Big Ben for the last forever, and now it is a new regime of young quarterbacks taking over with Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert. Do you, you can say? I mean, what people want to throw Kyler Murray and J- uh, Lamar Jackson in that, but throwing Joe Burrow in there, Joe Burrow. I mean, do we want to? We want to talk about Joe Burrow. I mean, he's only going to the, you know bringing the Bengals to the Super Bowl for the first time in fucking our lifetime. We'll, we'll see if we talk about him. Yeah, but I mean, what what else can you say about the Tom Brady? I mean, I think all of our teams have had a specific moment against Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely the AFC teams in particular. I don't want to talk about it. The only the one thing I always remember from the New England Patriot and Tom Brady era, and it has nothing to do with Tom Brady, will be that when the Packers finally played in Foxborough and played the Patriots, we did a squib kick, and their offensive line it took it for like seventy nine yards. Like, like, oh yeah. <laughs> Just going back to that, the Packers have no special teams for the last like two decades. So did Matt Flynn play that game? I think he did. You saying that? I think <laughs> Flynn did play that game. Good old Flynn. Yeah, I don't think. I think well, I, Rogers. I, I think that, that was Sunday night game. Yeah, I know my team never night. had any success against them. And, and don't forget no. the infamous uh, "We're on to Cincinnati." Remember that was great. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that. Yeah. Oh, and 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 Tom Brady's uh, Instagram post. He thanked everybody. He thanked Tom, the GM. He thanked Aaron, the Bruce Arians. He thanked the Canadiens. He didn't thank the Patriots at all. Yeah. How do you not like? What kind of clash ass douchery was that? Not to freaking. Like you literally played twenty years in New England, and you don't say anything to it. What is it because you when you left for Tampa Bay, you left them a note or some shit? Like you don't hit that. That's I mean, what kind of crap is that? Twenty years. Like, did he? Is he really that pissed off at Belichick and Robert Kraft or something? Like, not. Like, it looks like it. 
But let's go ahead and jump into the coaching hiring, and let's go ahead and just get it out of the way. Let's go ahead and do the goat. Do we? Well, I I thought I saw something about skipping the goat, so let's go ahead and get to it. I'm sorry, I. Uh, but let's go to our team sports goat, and I'll go ahead and let Tyler go. Does Tyler have a team sport goat for our team sport goat? Uh, like who's your greatest player? Well, for football, it's Tom Brady. Um, no, I, I, and I, I never. I think you talk. I thought we're talking about your Bengals here. No, like I meant like team sports, like oh okay. I took that as I yeah. had for my team. I took that as specifically our team as like our team. And that's what Tyler said too. Yeah. Yeah, see, I was confused about it too. He cleared it up, so I just went ahead and went with the game period. So, uh, yeah, I mean, in football, it's Tom Brady. I mean, and I never cared for the guy. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people I don't think did, um, especially if you played against them a lot. You know, granted, in the AFC or divisional opponents, you know, nobody ever had really good success against them, obviously. But you know, how much he won and how great he was, I mean, is undeniable. Um, and yeah. basketball, and I'm all, I'm going to keep it just to football and basketball because I'm I'm somewhat relatively new to baseball. That's the only other sport I care about. So, in basketball, I, you guys might – what is it? Well, yeah, I don't know. That, I'll, let you, I'll let you say that if you want. Um, no. Basketball, you guys might give me some, some shit about this, but for me, it's Kobe Bryant. And I was a, I'm a Cavs fan and was a Cavs fan growing up. And I know that I was, at least when I was younger, I was fascinated by LeBron. But, um, I mean, okay. as I grew up, I, I just, I, I, yeah, well, that, that's my thing. But, I mean, I always loved Kobe, though. Even when I, even was, even being a Cavs fan, like, like staying up on the, on the East Coast to watch his West Coast games at 1030, like, nobody had the killer instinct this guy had. I don't think anybody ever will. Um, so to me, my go is Kobe Bryant. Now I know you guys are going to tell me it's Michael Jordan and that's fine, but also I'm not old enough to have watched Michael Jordan. So I can't say nothing about that. I was, I was too young. Yeah, that's understandable. That's fair. That's fair. But we'll go ahead and jump over to Sploiter there and let our guests go on second. Who is your team sports goats there, sir? Well, for, for basketball, it's Michael Jordan. Of course, Chicago. It's Chicago person. <laughs> I mean, at least he has the right to say. I mean, and Tyler said it. The people that don't think he's the goat are the ones that are not old enough to have seen him play. So, but in my opinion, he's the greatest of all time. He's the one that influenced Kobe Bryant to have that killer mentality. He's the one that Kobe modeled his game after. Um, for football, it's Tom Brady for me just because of how great he was in two different locations and for how long he did it and just being the best possible player that I could imagine having being a quarterback uh, for baseball for me it's it's Barry Bonds there's nobody that's been as threatening as Barry Bonds has ever been it's the 2004 season where he had a 609 on base percentage he gets on base 60% of the time he goes up to bat and that's just unheard of and how many times did he get locked? <laughs> he had yeah, walked like a lot in that season. Yeah, that 2004 Barry Bond season. I think he got walked like 230 something times. It's yeah, it's just in, it's just incredible how. Yeah, I don't think even Trout, who's you know the most considerable player that you can name right now, that you know in the sport has never like the walks just don't happen like that. Yeah. Like Barry Bonds, that's what you call it. Barry Bonds has. 
over 2,500 walks in his career. I mean, you have to take steroids, you know, to be scared. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> he, you know, that... he didn't have to take steroids to get scared. Oh, he, he, did, did, but he, he did. But he, he did because of Sammy Sosa and Mark Dwyer. He saw those dudes hitting bombs in 1998, and he looked at both of them and said, I'm I'm better than both these dudes, and they're getting all the all the mm-hmm. all the attention. So he started taking steroids and then by the time two thousand one came around he had seventy three and put it all to put it all to shame. That dude was a Hall of Famer before he even started taking steroids. If you want to bring it to nineteen ninety eight, when that Mark McGuire Sammy Sosa season started, he had four hundred home runs before that season started. Before he decided that he wanted to start taking steroids. He had over four hundred home runs, had over four hundred doubles, had a career OPS of nine sixty six, which is still well within the Hall of Fame range. That is just ridiculous. Can we just say that the fucking Pittsburgh Pirates fucked up? <laughs> that's not, yes, that's not, not, not <laughs> <template bond. laughs> the, the year he left, and back in, I think it was like 1992, he won MVP for the Pirates and then got moved over to San Francisco, where he then won MVP again. <laughs> yeah, he signed a lucrative free agent contract then, $43.75 million, equivalent to 78.4 in 2020. That's still not enough. It's nothing. <laughs> and that was for six years. And then the million. Yeah. Brave fans are in trouble here in a couple of years when it comes to this baseball. Man, I we're hurt right now with Freddie, but I mean, Acuna and fucking Albies and That's shit. That's okay. There's no just to put it in perspective for that Barry Bonds, that on base percentage plus slugging leader from last year was Bryce Harper, who had a 1040 OPS. That 1992 last year with Pittsburgh, Barry Bonds was 1080, so 35 points higher than Bryce Harper this last year. Like he was a greatest of all time before he even thought about taking steroids. But see, that's the problem. <laughs> that, that's where he goes. Well, you get the, you know, that's a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my. Where else was I? And then other team sports, uh, goats, we go to hockey and just call it Wayne Gretzky, and there's no one else, and even in the conversation, well, in the play, Wayne, but yeah, I mean, really, we can all just say Wayne. I mean, yeah, uh, that's about as oh, Gordy Hall, go. you know, Gordy Hall, <laughs> Gordy, Gordy, oh, yeah, yeah, hockey, yeah, Gordy Hall coach, Gordy Hall, old time hockey, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know hockey at all, like, yeah. I don't watch hockey. I couldn't tell you enough about hockey. My friends watch it, and I'm like, yep, okay, cool. I went to a hockey game at the beginning of COVID, you know, before COVID took off in the United States down in Dallas when I was in Dallas, and I saw the Dallas Stars versus the Hurricanes, and I'm just like, sure, cool, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not fun. for Like, it's fun to be at a sporting event, but I couldn't tell you what the hell was happening. Oh, yeah. All right, who's next on cool. this uh, all-time GOATS? I'll go ahead and jump and make Chris go last because I like making Chris go last. It's my yeah, favorite thing. <laughs> but I mean, let's go ahead and just, I mean, it's simple. Like for NFL, I want to say somebody else has been Brady. I mean, I really do. I mean, there's a lot of people you can, I can argue that, you know, it's just, the, it's the rings, it's the Super Bowl. And he did it two places. Everybody always said he's a system quarterback. He can't do it in multiple locations. He did. I mean, you can argue that Tampa Bay was, all, I mean, literally Tampa Bay was a quarterback away. I mean, I mean, you could always just say, well, he should have went. Like, he really, did he prove himself going to Tampa and winning? I mean, yeah, you, you you can't argue. But you can always say, well, he went to the most red NL Super Bowl team that was out there. Like, it's not like he went to the Cleveland Browns or the Cincinnati Bengals 
Bengals or fucking, you know, some other shit team, Chicago Bears, that need a quarterback and fucking try <laughs> oh, to win. Okay, you got to throw mean, a jab in there every now That's fine. <laughs> you know. But it's just, like, he didn't go to a team that was like, I mean, obviously, why would you at that end of the career? I get it. But it's like, I mean, look at the weapons he had. Look at the defense he had. Good for you. Fuck you, Tom Brady. I hate you. I'm glad you retired. Don't ever come back. Don't pull a bright phone. So. <laughs> and jab right at myself. And then going on to uh, uh, NBA, like it's it's Michael Jordan. Fuck you, LeBron. You're, you're not the GOAT. You're, you're a fucking pansy. You're a big baby. I mean, I understand that everybody says, you know, he's great. He is great. I'm not going to take anything, but. LeBron at his size could not play even at back in the day. I don't care if people say he could, he has a physicality. He gets on the floor with Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman's fucking elbowing him and putting him to the ground and making him never get back up. Fucking meta world peace. Ron Artest fucking would have done the same damn thing. The game made it easier for LeBron to be better. It literally, they saw what LeBron could be. So they made the game a lot, just like any team or any sport right now, getting the scoring and the offense more important than the defense. So it's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's the greatest player to ever play. And LeBron James, your Space Jam movie sucks, Donkey Dick. And uh, uh, I didn't mention that movie. <laughs> since they got rid of hand checking, it's been a completely different game. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, but the goat for baseball is and always will be Hank Aaron, the true home run king. He didn't need steroids to put up the numbers. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> he didn't. He he didn't need the steroids, sir. He did. One of my favorite Hank Aaron stats is if you take away all of his home runs, still has over 3,000 hits. Exactly. I, I mean, Hank Aaron was a complete and utter monster when it came to playing baseball. He, I mean, obviously, I'd be a little, a little, little homer, you know, picking uh, one of my teams. But, you know, Barry Bonds played 21 years. And Hank Aaron, I don't, I don't believe Hank Aaron played even nearly that long. I mean, well, Bond oh, yeah, he did, he did. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say Derek Bond come around to win the win. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sorry though. Can we just say something? Like I'm just looking at it. Hank Aaron, great player, one of the greatest, the goat. He only had a 97.8 Hall of Fame ballot percentage. Yeah, Fuck the sports. About, about yeah. the, then, though. Some of those writers will not. Then put somebody in first ballot no matter who it is like it's it's like they talked i pulled up a uh, hank aaron's uh baseball reference page, which is one of my favorite things to to do by the way is pull up baseball reference yeah got hank aaron's OPS, I like football, uh, his best ops year is n79 in 1971 and then barry bonds's uh last year in pittsburgh ops was n80 just one yeah. one point higher. Yeah. I, I, I'm so, you know, <laughs> just one point higher. It's okay. From, from you know, just, years, stats the, don't say. For the stats uh, aren't everything. No, 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 it's my turn. <laughs> Go, <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. I've, I've held you along, long enough. Go ahead. All right. We all know my football pick is Tom Brady. And we want to talk about Hillary and State. Tom Brady, that Hillary and State. And he had the ball with two minutes left. You can bet any percent of the time in the score. All right. Basketball, come on. It's Michael Jordan. 
didn't smile on Jordan and out. And you know what? I was playing for the new college for that. <laughs> In 1997 to 1998. You get John Stockton backhanded people in the newts. I love John Stockton. No, John Stockton was cool before Steph Curry was cool. All right, fuck y'all. No one is helping John Stockton assist Clinton. Don't look at how many and we didn't talk about hockey when let's see. But this is where I disagree with you and Soda that you the original joke is Facebook. Oh, he go- he goes old. <laughs> Somebody we'd never seen play, he's gonna go with. Okay, I don't have to see him play. All I have to know is before he had the home run record, the closest guy who was Next one had a hundred home runs. <laughs> so, he's the originator of the home run record. I mean, if we really want to say the true goat, it's, it's the Pete the flop. It's, it's Pete Rose. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Tyler didn't say it, but... To be fair, Babe Ruth is the all-time leader in wins above replacement. Yeah. Yeah, and when he came to that. So, I just going back. Going back to Chris's thing. John Stockton has 15,806 assists in his career. The next, the, and then it's Jason Kidd, Chris Paul, who's still playing at 10,817. 10, that is the next closest person who is at three. So, 5,000 short, Chris Paul's never going to get there. Then you got to go. Then you got to go all the way down to seven to get to LeBron James, who has 9,933. Which is pretty impressive for somebody that's not a point guard. Yeah. Well, he's played point guard many times in his career. He's he's the he's the point forward. Yeah. You know what his real so, position is. Yeah, exactly. But I mean and then also another stat is Tom Brady was more likely to make a Super Bowl in his career than Steph Curry making a three point shot. Wow. <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> so oh. I mean that's a nice little tidbit for y'all listeners. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's go ahead and let's uh, keep it moving to our next topic, our single sports goat. I don't – I'll let Chris go first here and get it and see what he has because I, I really don't know what you have here, Chris. Michael Phelps. Oh, Michael Phelps is this fucking – yeah, swimmer. I mean, the all-time greatest Olympian. Like yeah. – can we not all agree really fast that you everybody's paused their t- like pause what they're doing in their life to go watch the two minutes of Michael Phelps in a pool during the Olympics? Yeah, everyone except Tyler. Yeah, well, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I remember, being, I, re- I remember being in college sprinting to a bar to go watch Michael Phelps on TV because right? it was fucking like. I mean, like I look funny. Like I, I was in the. When you know what like that's something I did when I was younger. So like swimming, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, but Tyler from Ohio, what are you doing there? <laughs> wasn't Michael Phelps' first uh, Olympics Greek Greece, right? Wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's why I remember him Athens. wearing the ath- wearing the fucking little. They had the little, you know, athlete or olive branch crown on their heads when they won the. <laughs> I just, re- I, I mean, I lividly remember that, you know, and that's been how long ago? And it's well, it's well that a swimmer 
I mean, I even remember, what was it, the last Olympics where it was going against his arch nemesis, you know, and I I remember watching live and thinking it, and then it became a massive meme where, you know, the 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 all-star super elite player who, you know, is focused on finishing, and then, you know, and then the other guy was staring at Michael Phelps a half a stroke behind. Like, you don't fuck with Phelps. All right. I mean, I, I'm going to go with Phelps. I'll let Sploiter go. Sploiter, you have a single oh, st- sports? Go. That's a tough one. I had, I had a few here written down on my list. I wrote four of them down. But Michael Phelps is on the list. I also had Simone Biles on the list just because oh. she had more Olympic medals than That's Michael Phelps one. did. Yeah, but she who has more golds, sir? Golds. Yeah, That's what matters. You can look that up. I, I put. I also put Tiger Williams or Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger definitely needs to be in that. Also, Serena Williams. All well, that list for Williams, sports is no. just. It's just so many people that are worthy of being in that conversation. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I wish you guys just look at that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right. Oh, them, the old medal. Oh, no, no, no. Here, here's all the golds. Like there you go. There, there's the golds. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and he's only 36. Fuck, what are we doing with our lives? But, like, think about that. Like, he, he, like, I wonder, like, how he, how he, like, lived his life, like, knowing that he, like, when he met. By the way, he has a lit, he has 23 Olympic golds, three silvers, two bronze. He has 66 total golds in his lifetime. That's the world champion. <laughs> In the Pan Pacific Championships, like fuck me, <laughs> sixty six sixty six medals, sixty six <laughs> medals, and no way all Yeah, Simone Biles has nineteen gold medals. Yeah, is that just for just uh, Olympic golds? She has what is it four. Say? She has four Olympic golds. She has nineteen <laughs> World Championship World goals. Championship golds. That's what that is. Okay. Yeah. So Michael Phelps. Sorry, Simone. My own. Good on you, but Michael Phelps, you know, <laughs> kind of runs away with that race. Yeah. He's got all those golds piled up. <laughs> yeah, he can donate golds. It's like I, I got, I got enough of these laying around the house. They're just collecting <laughs> oh, dust. I, I, just... I found it here. Simone Biles had four golds in one Olympics. Yeah, she won all her golds in that one Olympics. Has... She had one of the greatest, like, I mean, comparable to you know what Michael Phelps has done. You know, she had one of the best. You know, she won hers, but. She won her an all-around vault floor exercise and team in 2016 Rio de, ne- de Janeiro or Rio de Janeiro. De Janeiro, thank you. So that's where she won her <laughs> four goals. Yeah, I can't speak. Oh, we already know yeah. that. We've that's already known. I can't. I, I'm I'm the infamous for not being able to say people saying things. Yeah, fucking goddamn. <laughs> right. It's okay. Spoiler traded t- traded him to me in our fantasy league. Yeah, really? we have a fantasy league together that is ran by. Oh, did Chase take over that fantasy league? I don't I like, know. Somebody's like, helping in that one. Yeah, I mean, we that has been going on four or five years strong. It is a super dynasty fucking league. You start. There's fifty something players on everybody's roster. Yeah, yeah you, and defense. Yeah, and then you have a taxi squad. Yep. Then you have a fucking you know. Uh, your college roster. You you we 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 keep two offensive uh college players and two defensive college players at all times. So when they get drafted, they come onto your roster. That's cool. Yeah, it's I a- like the one we have. The um 
one track. Band track. Oh, yeah. That, by the way, I went oh and 13 that week. God, he's got the first pick. Yeah. Our boy Michael Phelps won eight gold medals in London. Just FYI. Holy crap, man. He's the goat. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get it on the coaching hiring. And let's go ahead and get on the Bears here and the uh, Spoilers. Oh, Bears. Oh, Bears. And the Bears, they have hired Ryan Poles as their general manager to replace Ryan Pace. And they have hired <laughs> Matt Aberflus to replace Matt Nagy. <laughs> At least they don't have to change the email addresses. Well, all right. I, I have to... Go ahead, Tyler. No, I was just going to say, I, I mean, obviously it was a joke. At least I assume. But did you guys see the thing where it was like – um? They went with the Ryan and Matt. That way, they didn't have to learn new names. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, man! I was about to say that. I was to say. So, how do you feel about the rumor that they hired them because Virginia McCaskey didn't want to learn new names? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's about how they run this team. How old is she? 97. Oh, that makes sense. She'll be 98 now. She might be 98 now. All right, but I mean, in her defense, in her defense, I mean, it would be hard to learn new names at that age. I'm just being honest. <laughs> It's just hard to live. I want to die. She is 99, by the way. She is 99. She turned 99 (laughs) on January 5th. She is the principal owner and corporate secretary of the Chicago Bears since 1983. She's been the principal owner and the corporate secretary since 1983. That's what I'm just I'm just saying what what, back in the day, you know, she couldn't really be the owner. You know, 1983, there's still a little sexism going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to call her secretary instead of an owner. <laughs> but I, all right, there, Spoiler. What do you got? How do you feel about your hires? Uh, we could start with Ryan Poles, but like, I like Ryan Poles. There's some good, uh, some good word coming out of Kansas City about him in general. Um, I'm glad that he uh, values the the front, you know, the lines primarily yeah. build up the line and then go from there. Um, he did say that he would have taken a uh, Penny Sewell over for uh, Jamar chase. If he was the Bengals though. So I don't know about that one. <laughs> that was everybody everybody thought that's not, but At least if he Jamar chase it. didn't go to Cincinnati Bengals, does he do what he did? No. I mean, that was because of Joe Burrow and his connection. Yeah, no, that's why they got him. That's why I don't blame yeah. him. He, uh, and he values draft capital and building through the draft, which is something a lot better than uh, Matt Nagy. Uh, it's okay. Lion Welcome Pace. to the Ted Thompson era of your life, sir. <laughs> Fuck free agency. We're not doing Here a single free agent for 10 years. <laughs> well, I like him. He sounded like um, Dan Campbell. Oh, my favorite part was when he was sitting there reading, and he couldn't talk and just say it. He had to read it. That was my like. Yes, we are going to do this. I am going to read this because I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah that Ryan, I like the Ryan Pace or Ryan Poles. Yes, he did like that. I, I like how he booted ownership out of the remaining head coach interviews, which is something that's supposed to happen if you're the general manager. Right. But, you know, two names I noticed that he didn't interview, which kind of shocked me, were the two guys from Kansas City, Dave Tobe and Eric Bieniemy. Like, mm-hmm. didn't interview either of them, which is odd, odd for somebody that comes from Kansas City. You know, if, yeah. And if he was actually given the opportunity to interview whoever he really wanted, why wouldn't those two names come up? Like, he's been working with them for so, so long. 
Not have, not have, not have, not have, not That's what I'm saying. Is it is it the relationship or is it just something else? You know, is or does he know something about EB and why he hasn't got a job yet? I mean, exactly. it could you know the Eric Bieniemy stuff could be something that happened out in Colorado, which is something the Colorado uh, college football fans know about that not many other people know about. You know, if that doesn't come out, then he's probably a good coach. But like Matt Eberflus, the actual hire that conference worried the hell out of me <laughs> not gonna lie that was uh that was that reminded me of tim beckman in his wint speech back when he got hired for illinois it was just a lot of coach speak that didn't have really any substance behind it that's getting that nick sirianni vibes <laughs> from it which is hey, never a good thing for a press conference but he now did he go to the playoffs, playoffs so I, I have to give Sirianni bad that he went to the playoffs and he proved me wrong at least. But, you know, I just I really I really hope he's something that's worth keeping. Maybe feel better. Another thing that made me feel better about uh Eberflus was uh he had an interview with Lawrence Holmes right after his uh initial press conference where he was talking about uh reverse engineering an offense using his defensive knowledge, you know, like uh how these defenses can be exploited, what to look for. For defensive positioning, just how to see defensive tells, which you know is a something you want from your defensive head coach if that's the way they actually go. And things that Justin Fields needs desperately. Yeah. Exactly. He, that's why I like the hire because Justin Fields didn't follow coming out of college was diagnosing intention. Yep. And like go we can go ahead and talk about you know uh your offensive coordinator because yeah, we, you know we can talk about Luke Getze. I, there was rumor out of Minnesota and the way he runs his offense back when he uh, was, I think it was offensive coordinator up in Minnesota Golden Gophers, where he was really uh, run reliant and then likes to take deep, take, take deep shots down the field, which fits Justin Fields perfectly. Justin Fields has a nice accuracy on deep, deep balls, which is something that's wasn't taken advantage of in the Matt Nagy era. No, not at all. <laughs> and you have Darnell Mooney, who's a, a pretty big speed racer there who could yeah. be, you know, should have been used a lot more. Cole Komet, not that bad. Yeah, we'll see if Cole Komet does anything with his career. Yeah, he was the offensive co- – uh, he was never uh, Minnesota. Luke Getzey was Mississippi State. Mississippi, the Mississippi. Offen- yeah. And then he also did some time at Western Michigan for a year as okay. a wide receivers coach. That might be the one I'm thinking of. But- yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I was I, – I said it multiple times on the podcast. I said – Luke Getzey will not return as a pack. I mean, even if we lost Nathaniel Hackhouse, he was my number one candidate in-house to become our OC, but we went with the offensive line guy. I think the big reason Luke Getzey didn't stay in-house is because he wants to call offensive plays, call, and that's not going to happen under Matt LaFleur. Yeah. So I think you guys got yourself a really good one there, and I really think he could help Justin Fields, which sucks because I was excited that Matt Uberflux was going to really be able to help, you know, defense-wise, but – Still, there's always so much a defensive guy I can teach a quarterback, and then you had to go get fucking Luke Getzey and then be like, fuck. Yeah. I'm hoping that you're Yeah, I hope so, too. I really think – I think Luke Getzey could definitely come out of the Matt LaFleur tree and be a good head coach. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, if, with, if, uh, if he's getting poached as a head coach, that means the Bears are doing well, and that's something that you're going to hate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the yeah. Buffalo – you know, the Denver Broncos interviewed him and Nathaniel Hackett at the same time for head coaching – so, I mean, teams saw his worthy and knew what he was. And so the Bears got a good one. I hate that he stayed in-house but or stayed in the division. Division, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think those are great. Not great, but, I mean, at least it wasn't a Mark Trespin hire. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, no, no, that. there's, there's yeah. still so many quotes from that that are just so memorable. I, it was not a Mark Trestman hire. And at least, you know, Ryan Poles was high on a lot of people's list. Matt Eberflus was a lot high on – it wasn't a random poll. They're both – they both deserve their shots. So, you know, I think they're decent hires and they're good hires, and I think they could do well. But we'll wait and not see, you know, because you guys – but Matt Nagy was supposed to be that too. You know, Matt Nagy was a decent hire. Yep. Ryan Pace at the time was kind of questionable, but – and at the, at the time, they were, you know – in hires like the the process that they went through to get to those people were was something that you you do want you know you take the hot offensive coordinator you take the up and coming guy from a successful franchise you know, that's the, mm-hmm. the process was right it just didn't end up working out no and yeah I mean he was just too dumb to ever use Mitch Trubisky the proper way yeah I mean how hard is it to just roll a guy out and let him use his legs and throw the football short on. passes. <laughs> Only to the right. He can only throw to the right. That's yeah, true, too. Uh, but we'll go ahead and keep moving on. I love this next hire. I mean, this comes after the you know whirlwind of uh, Brian Forles and everything that we'll get to here in a little bit. But the Jaguars hired Doug Peterson. This is another one that uh, Chris predicted, right, for yep. the coaching hire. Uh, Doug Peterson to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Doug should have got a head coaching job last year. Nobody hired him, so he sits out a year and gets a head coaching job this year like Mike McCarthy did a couple years back. Um, Doug Peterson is a great head coach. Should have never been fired for Nick Sariana or whatever his name is. Um, like Doug, I, I really like this hire for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence finally gets a competent head coach for him to learn and get better under and, you know, a quarterback coach and a quarterback himself. So this, this is really good for the Jaguars. I mean – I know there was rumor that they're looking at Brian Leftwich and company and, you know, going back to the race thing that's going on in the NFL right now, which is correct. Because if you look at all the, look, we had nine head coaches, guys, nine head coaches in the NFL this year that got fired or retired. And we just got our first minority coach hired. And that's the Miami Dolphins hiring Mike McConnell or McDaniels out of the San Francisco 49ers. And he's biracial. I mean, really? Come on, NFL, do better. I mean, at least they did. They did a little better with the the general managers. We got like two or three this year of general managers. But like, hopefully, the Saints do the right Saints do the right thing. Hire EB and hopefully maybe the Texans. It sounds like the Texans are actually still at, like they just told uh, the defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, that he is no longer a candidate. It's coming down to uh, Brian Flores and I forget the other guy. <clears throat> Oh God! If they hire Luke McCown <laughs> over Brian Flores. That's when it all blows yeah. up. That's where you can't yeah. you can't deny. Josh McCown, yeah, you, not Luke McCown, Josh. Josh, Josh McCown. Thank you, Tyler. Josh yeah. McCown. Not Luke, I said Luke, huh? Yeah, yeah I think, I think Luke saying, has some coaching Luke, experience. Really yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah, Josh has no coaching experience. So it like literally the general manager should have been fired. I've already said this multiple times for the Texans, but let's go ahead and let's go back. Good. I think it's a great hire. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'll go ahead and let Chris go, and then we'll jump over to Tyler and Spider. But uh, Chris, or guys, what do you feel about Doug Peterson? Think about this: if if Clint White does not turn the Colts around next year, he gets fired, and you know that Jacksonville that was that next year, and that that was the win for Trevor Lawrence. Frank Wright bringing him in. I mean, yeah, he gets fired from the Colts. I think the Colts would be dumb to get rid of. Like, you've never given – I mean, like four years now. Yeah, but you've never given him a – I mean, 
a great quarterback. Give him 38 year old uh, Philip Rivers. Yeah, you give him a bum fucking, you know, Carson Wentz. I mean, we were all high. They all admitted they were wrong on that one. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Frank Wright, and Frank Wright made Carson Wentz look good the best he could yeah, for as yeah. long as he could. So, like, Frank Wright is a good head coach. That's another good, like, it goes back to not giving, like, Tyler, and we all wanted Zach Taylor fired for the Cincinnati Bengals last year. <laughs> it's going back to giving these coaches enough time and the right players to actually let them be successful. Yeah. But, I mean, what do you think, Doug Tyler? Peterson, yeah. It is. I think so. Do you guys, I mean, what do you think, Tyler, about Doug Peterson? I mean, I like it. Um, I predicted left witch. And I mean, I don't know what happened there. Apparently, he wanted he wanted that GM gone, and uh, he apparently, he's not a fit. But well, yeah, exactly. He should have. I mean, they. I mean, honestly, if we're being honest, they should have done what he said and hired him. I'm good with Peterson, though. I mean, I, I think he's going to be good for Lawrence, and he has head coach experience, so obviously that's a plus. And like you know, he should have never been fired from uh, Philly. So he deserved another shot, and it's good that he got it. Um, but I mean, I would definitely would have liked to see Leftwich here, um, as I predicted. But I mean, I got new issues with Doug Peterson. What about you, Splitter? Do you have anything on Peterson? Yeah, I like Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson together. Let's see if uh, how far you can take that uh, that franchise. Yeah, I think I think Doug Peterson's excited to have himself with a really good quarterback. He went to the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Let's we'll see how he goes with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor, exactly. Um, we can go ahead and talk about another. Big, I guess, news, and it's great news for Michigan fans, I get, is that uh, the Minnesota Vikings spur uh, Jim Harbaugh and tra- go over to the Rams offensive coordinator, who they've all been successful so far, so we'll see how that goes. But they hire uh, Kevin O'Connell over Jim Harbaugh to be their next head coach. This hire, I love. Thank you, Minnesota. You're going to keep sucking. I appreciate it. Like, if you're smart, if you're, if you're smart, you jump. Jim Harbaugh is a great head coach. He's proven it on both levels. He gets fired after one eight and eight season with fucking Colin Kaepernick, and you're going to fire him. That was dumb. And then you replace him with, I said it on the podcast or whatever, some trash Tom guy. Sula. Yeah, thank Tim. Exactly. Thank you. Tom Sula. Fucking <laughs> stupid fucking idiots in San Francisco. That's all I got to say. But uh, yeah, Minnesota, you're just going to be subpar for a long time. Yeah. And Clint Bolton, that's not in. Yeah, yeah, he did. But uh, I think this was a – I mean, whatever, hire. I don't think this is – I'm not scared of Minnesota. What about, What do you think of this hire, Spoiler? Uh, yeah, where does Kevin O'Connell beat out Jim Harbaugh in that interview process? So, like, It wasn't even a thing where it was like Jim Harbaugh wants the job, he gets it. It was actually Kevin O'Connell winning the job. Yeah, I mean, good, good for Kevin O'Connell. I mean, I mean – I th- it's just everybody wants that offense. Everybody is looking for that. Everyone wants a chunk of that offense, but like, yeah, it's, it kind of reminds me of that old, uh, old adage of like, you could have a successful head coach, or you can have this guy that might be a successful head coach. Like Jim Harbaugh has proven, or you can have a guy that could someday be Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, right. if I had my chance to get a Jim Harbaugh over a maybe Jim Harbaugh, I'm taking the Jim Harbaugh. I've always hated that. Like it's like going back to acting where you hear about these actors saying, "Well, we want a you know a the Rock kind of guy, but not the Rock." Then get the Rock. Like why? Like well, we want this kind of person, but we don't want that. Get the no, thing. Go right ahead. 
I'm going to say the Vikings is now going to pay $100 million. What? Jim Harbaugh. That was the drafting price. A hundred mil. Word, yeah. But you can't you can't pay somebody that after the John Gruden thing happened. Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 if that million. is truly what he wanted, then he was just saying that because he didn't want to leave Michigan. Like that he made a ridiculous asking price. And if it was met, they were gonna then he would have left. I think that was just more of him. He did it to for whatever reason, maybe to try to get Michigan to get more money out of Michigan. I don't know, but a hundred million dollars for a head coach. I mean, I, unless he's, that, he's yeah. looking for the guarantee, like I told you in the, the, the chat, is that Jim Harbaugh knows he has a guaranteed job in Michigan for life. Michigan's yeah. never going to fire Jim Harbaugh. So he was looking for a guaranteed 10, you know, rest of his life coaching job. And they said no. So he's like, all right, I, I know I have a job for life in Michigan, so I don't have to worry about it. Everybody, everybody. I mean, everybody thought Lloyd Hall was the pilot of Michigan that helped and didn't. No, like nothing in forever. No, you're right, but that was Lloyd Carr's doing, not and Appalachian State doing. Yeah, they're not lying there. I mean, it was definitely a little. But wait, he retired at Michigan. He didn't do anything else at Michigan. He he after 2007, he never coached again. And he retired. And got fired. Did he get fired from Michigan? Yeah, <laughs> he got relieved, quote unquote. He never. He retired, dude. He didn't get fired. I didn't get fired. I'm no, fired. He, he told his team he was retiring after the Michigan Bowl game in 2007. He did retire in Michigan. I thought that was weird when he said that. Oh, well, not that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is Jim Harbaugh's career. I mean, he, he can re- coach there for another 20 years if he wants to. And Michigan will. Jim is not that old. He's not. Let's see. I mean, Lloyd is 76 now, and he retired in 2007. So, I mean, he – I'm trying to look at – how old is Jim? Jim is 58. So, okay, maybe not 20 more years, but, you know, another 10 or whatever. Okay, but let's go. Uh, Tyler, Spoiler, you guys have anything, have anything else to say about Minnesota? Minnesota. Uh, we'll, see, we'll, see if the, um, we'll see if they got their guy. I heard um from Tyler. I'm guessing yeah. that's <laughs> – right I, I just – <laughs> I didn't know if he was going to go or me, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think on the surface, it definitely doesn't seem like a great hire. I mean, if you think about some of the, um, the jobs that Kevin O'Connell had, like he was never really successful at any of these jobs. I mean, 2015, he was the Browns quarterback coach. I mean, uh, that's not impressive. Um, he was on the 49ers in 2016. The Redskins in 2017. What the hell is special yeah. project? A what? That's I, a position for the, the San Francisco 49ers in 2016. Special projects. But he mm-hmm. but he was the he was the Redskins um quarterbacks coach in 2017. And then he was promoted to offensive coordinator in 20. I mean, none of none of these are impressive. I mean, to me, he's just he getting this job because they want a piece of the they want a piece of the Rams offense. And they didn't want to pay the Yeah, money. exactly. I mean, the only the only thing about this hire is if you if you really believe that like McVeigh's coaching tree is what it looks like, because I mean, think about it: Zach Taylor, um, Matt Lafleur, um, Brandon Staley. I mean, all those guys have shown some some good stuff. So, like, if you really believe in McVeigh's coaching tree that much, okay. But other than that, it just doesn't look good on the surface. I mean. He was never really successful at any of the jobs he had. And, I mean, this year, I mean, you can say what you want, but 
that offense was going to be great no matter who the offensive coordinator was. Yeah, yeah. and and look that that Taylor was successful before he was with McVay. Yeah, I mean, and just just say that one more time. 2015 Browns, 2016 Niners, yeah. 2017 quarterback coach. I mean, the dude has never held a job more than a year. He has literally had a new job every year in his NFL career as a coach. Is that like he went he from a head good from a quarterback job. coach? <laughs> yeah, he went from a quarterback coach to a head coach in, in seven years. But no, no, let me hit you. Yeah, this is. Like, I think this is yeah. This is just one of those hires. Like I don't know what else you can say. We can go on and move I on. Know how the aspect, so. Yeah, he did. He was drafted by the the Patriots in 2000, 2008. Um, going back to the one person that I'm actually shocked to actually finally sign a contract to be a head coach again. And that's Josh McDaniels, the new Las Vegas Raiders head coach. Like after the whole Gruden situation, I guess it's. I guess he proved enough after the many years in New England under Bill Belichick that you can actually have a a head coach again. Like, I, I never, I just never thought Josh Daniels was the guy to fix what needed to be done in Las Vegas. Like, call me crazy. Like, I'm shocked he actually took this job. They're taking big swings out there, you know. Yeah, anyway, they Gruden, they try and with uh, Josh McDaniels or say, hey, here's a bunch of money, big name, bring people into Las Vegas. Gruden, Gruden was good. You, Gruden was a good hire and did good at coach. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Gruden's a good head coach for and getting fired for emails from how long ago when his brother was the head coach of the Washington football team is ridiculous. That was, and, uh, was a mess. Yeah, and that's still the only news that's come out of that whole thing. You can't tell me that's all. I'm sorry. There is too much other stuff that is being told by people, former employees, current employees, when and everything else in the situation. And the situation starts with Dan Schneider. Like we said before in this podcast, and we'll say it many times again, if Dan Snyder was the NBA owner, Dan Snyder would have been ran out of the fucking NBA a thousand times fold. Yeah. And going going to this, like we're just going to go ahead and skip into it really fast. The Broncos are selling their team because of misbehavior, misconduct. The Broncos. Okay, there's been – how the fuck is Dan Snyder still allowed to hold on to his team? Yeah, that guy's That guy's probably the worst possible owner that a franchise could have. I, I don't know if you, any of you have ever been at FedEx Field. Have not. I wouldn't take a dump in the fucker. I wouldn't <laughs> even piss on it because that place is that much trash. I went there for the Packers uh, Redskins uh, wild card game years, you know, seven years back. And I literally walked up to the stadium like, this is an NFL fucking stadium? Are you fucking kidding me? This thing was trash. Yeah, I hey, better than that. The whole top row, the whole the, the, the top section of the thing is all nothing but banners. They literally have to block off seating because they can't fill their stadiums. Yeah, that whole top section that banners used to be seating, and they put all the seating out. No, no, they did not. The seating's still there. It's just under the the ban the banners. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess I guess that's what happens when your owner is more worried about. Uh, filming cheerleaders undressing without their knowledge. I guess that's the kind of neglect yeah. you're going to get from your stadium. You know? like, I'm sorry. If you're, <laughs> if you're drafted by the Redskins, I would, I, I just automatically request a trade. They hire an a average coach, a below average coach. Guess who he is? Fuck you. I don't mm-hmm. care. Fucking Ron Rivera is a below average head coach. I'll say it a thousand times and I'll stay, be, I'm sticking behind my guns to fix the culture because he's a great person and a great leader. 
I mean, you try to hide your problems. Then hire him from something else. Don't hire him for head coaching. If you want to win, that just proved you weren't worried about winning games. One fucking time. One fucking time. All right there, John Fox. All right there, fucking Jeff Fisher. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but you know what Jeff Fisher had, and you know what John Fox had, and you know what um, Ron Rivera had in, in uh, Carolina? All of that. No, he doesn't have in, in Washington. No, all of that. Don't care. You know what Tyler eat, but he's not, he's not it. Don't care. But... Like, let's go ahead and move on to it because I feel like we're going to talk about this subject for a second because it is the big news. It is the Brian Flores lawsuit. Three teams are being sued. Racial allegations, unprofessional behavior, game-fixing allegations. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, what do you say about this? Like, how – how, I'm sorry, Chris. Just Like, how, going back to Dan Snyder, going back to the Broncos – and if you truly like, if if Brian Flores' statements are true, Miami Dolphins need to be put on sold because that owner is just as much of a culprit in an issue. Yeah, like, are you fucking kidding me? And again, Roger, you can understand he's employed by the the NFL and he's or by the owners. But dude, yeah. do your fucking job. Okay. You gotta keep him. Um, him. Uh, response to that one. Yeah. You know, not guys like Brian like with top bowls. Can we can we get off the Brian Leftwich train? I am sorry. I am not a Brian Leftwich struggled in Arizona and he, he gets top Brady and now everybody's gargling t- freaking Brian Leftwich. I don't believe Brian Leftwich is a good OC. I think that was all Bruce Arians and that's all fucking Tom Brady. I'm sorry. I need him to do it without Tom Brady. Yeah, we'll see how I I do think Brian Leftwich needs some some extra time to prove himself. He's still real young. Same thing with Pop the Kevin Connell thing. Yeah. So you just need more time to prove yourself as an actual play caller. Coordinator. I know, but Kevin O'Connell got hired, but not Brian Lightwood, who actually got experience and stayed at his job. Yeah, you're very oh, accurate. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, it, going back to everything you just said, the NFL does not care about minorities. The, like, they don't. It's proven over and over again, definitely when it comes to coaching. Like, you have Brian Flores, you have EB. You have play, great coaches being fired. Todd Bowles getting fired. That should have never got fired out of the New York Jets. You get, you know. Sherman Lewis from back in the day with the Packers running a top three offense for four years in a row and gets nothing for head coach interviews. Yeah. It, it, it's been a, it's a, it's a plague. It's an issue. You know, and it's, it was, it, I don't know if you guys remember this. Before this lawsuit, remember all the rumors and noise coming out of Miami? Brian Flores is a dick. Brian, nobody wants to work with Brian Flores. Brian Flores is demanding. Brian Flores is this. 
They, I guarantee you that fucking owner paid people <laughs> off to say yep. these things to fucking defamate and uh, kill Brian Flores' char- character. And, if, and, and especially like if you say that, like those accusations that you're putting out there, none of that surprises me. <laughs> uh, and, and if, you know, it's all completely that, believable, too. Yeah. Go ahead. And three of them were fired with losing records. Winning records, sorry. I, I misspoke. <laughs> a winning record. Bobby Smith. Bobby Smith got fired with a 10 and 6 record at the end of the year. Yeah. Stupid. That was Brian Flores and Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson never had a winning record. Shut the yes, fuck up. <laughs> in the Raiders? Raiders? Oh, you, oh, you just fucked up. You <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you know, he did not. Didn't he did not. <laughs> yeah, you can thank here. Carson Palmer for that one. Eight, eight and eight, his first year in Oakland. That's not a winning record. That's not a losing record. He didn't have a losing. Not fired. Right. You are literally talking about a man with an eleven forty four one record in the NFL. Eleven win. Eight of those Hold on. Ten minutes. Did you see he lied too? You saw that, right? He first said he was paid to lose. Then retracted the statement a year a day later. I thought it was his agent that said he was paid to lose, and then Hugh Jackson came out. No, Hugh Jackson said, I don't know. You could be right. I don't, but it's fucking crazy. Yeah, his agent tweeted at Brian Flores and was like, I have a ton of evidence for Hugh Jackson uh, being paid to lose. Here, just DM me and I'll give it to you. <laughs> and then Hugh Jackson wow. came out and was like, no, I'm not going to get paid to lose. I'm just bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hurt the chances of Brian. No matter how bad Hugh Jackson was at, at Cleveland, which he was, he was still good with the windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was 8-8 eight and eight, one year. You can't say that. Shut the fuck up. And that after that one year. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. I told you guys. Better put some respect on Carson Palmer's name for that. He was 1 in 15, 0 in 16, 2 5 and 1. Those round teams were dog shit and you know it. <laughs> they, they were a pile of shit, but like that was just, that was purposely. They gave him three years, okay? They gave him the life. At least yeah, they, gave and they gave him dog shit. They let him go 1 in 31. They let him go 1 in 31 and kept him for one more year. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That, that I give the Cleveland Browns credit for. I, there's no way after two, one in 15 and 0 and 16, I'm keeping that dude. I'm sorry, there isn't. I do so, feel like that's something that the Miami Dolphins were trying to do with Brian Flores, except he kind of went above and beyond with it. Well, they were supposed to go 0 and 16. It was the tank for two a season. And then Joe Burrow came out and was like, hey, I'm awesome. Then it was supposed to be that team was built to lose. They had nobody on that roster, and Brian Flores got five wins out of it. And then the year after that, they get ten wins, and this year nine. This year nine, and they're above five hundred the last two years, borderline playoff teams. Then he's gone. It's just like he didn't lose enough for him, and that's why they got rid of him. Can you say that? No, beyond the windfall allegations, like the most important thing is what's the number one thing that the NFL cares about? It's real. They hear about the field. They do not want the field coming. And if it comes out that Stephen Ross was trying to pay Bryant Woods to, to lose games, 
That's game basic. And that's the worst possible thing to do when you have sponsors like Rat Kings. Yep. And, and, and everyone who bets on football. And, and, I'm and sorry. We've not, never found out the truth about, about the about Washington it. football allegations. Do you really think we're ever going to find the truth out about the fucking Miami Dolphins? Nope. No. No, we're not. We're going to find out about anything. By the way, there's so many drunk. things involved, too. Oh, yeah. A lot's involved. You're right, Tyler. 100. percent I mean, I think mean, about so think many. about think about Vegas, though. Wow, how much money that yeah. they've lost. You know what I mean? If that's true, or how much they would have lost, let's say even. You know, there, there. I don't think we'll we'll ever know. Uh, just like Washington, I I do feel like maybe we will learn about Washington at some point, but I just don't think it's anytime soon. So I wouldn't hold I mean, our breaths on the Miami the, Dolphins thing. The only way we're gonna find out is that you have. The federal government stepped in, and really, the federal government. So, do we? I was saying, can we trust our government right now? <laughs> really? Are you gonna really say that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Brian Flores, for him not to be one of the first head coaching hired, proves that there's an issue. Hey, I. The New York Giants. Uh, Brian Dabble's a great head coach or great coordinator. <laughs> well, shot. Relative, Brian, come on. That yeah, but I still it goes to like Brian. Like I get why the Giants did it. Like they needed more of an offensive mind. Understand? I see why you did it yep. there. But well, all right, Chicago. If you're gonna go with the defensive coordinator and a, a good head coach, why do you go with Matt Everflus and not Brian Flores? Can why I not? Something? Go ahead. The Giants had a chance to hire Brian Flores, and they hired Joe fucking Judge. Yeah, over Brian a special Flores. teams coordinator over Dude. fucking Brian Flores. You could have got it I, right three years later, like, and you still fucked up. I just was gonna say this. So um, I know that you said that there, you said there was a lot of uh, like stuff that came out about Brian Flores about how demanding he was and all that stuff. Which, granted, I don't remember ever seeing, but I'm not saying it didn't happen. My thing is, is that. if that's the case, if that's the case, is it possible that that matters some or? Do we know like how and like I me? Mean, I guess I don't know how. I don't know how close owners are with other owners. Like, how do we know? Is Stephen Ross like one of those guys who gets along with a lot of owners? How do we know that he hasn't called him and been like, "Hey, blah blah blah"? You know what I mean? Because he's still that, pissed that he didn't lose. That's, the that's what we're saying. The you know what I mean? that, yeah, that's what we're saying is that owners are going to be owners together. They're going to kind of listen. Yeah, so you got 32 of them, and they all know each other and talk to each other probably on a daily basis. So, yeah, you don't think of Stephen Ross is because you know a lot of these guys are in cahoots together. So, you don't think Stephen Ross is calling up the owners? A ton of money. Yeah, is not going to call up these guys and say, hey, they got a, the X nay on the Brian Flores nay, you know? Like, yeah, seriously. Don't hire like, that player. Yeah, he's not going to listen to us when we need him. You know, he's not, he's not, he's not down with it. Like, that should be an issue that there's game fixing by the owners talking about paying their yeah, players. You know. you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying there's not racism. Obviously, there's racism. If we only have one black head coach right now, on well, out two, and then you have but, four. I'm sorry, one. I'm not. I, I understand you're biracial. I get it, but it's not the same. No, it's not. I'm, I'm saying like because he looks white. Look at the dude; he's white. I thought he might have been Hispanic. To say that he was coming out and say he's African American, <laughs> I thought he was Hispanic. I I tried to look at his. I thought he was Indian. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I can get that too. I thought he could have been Native American or a Hispanic. 
Dude, when they came out and said he was half black, half white, I was like, yeah, I don't see that. And Clinton, and, 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 and like the NFL is under attack on all fronts right now. They got the Washington football Washington. They have Brian Boyd. They got a bunch of other shit. Yeah, those allegations of, at least with the Broncos, with like John Elway coming in dr- drunk or hungover, that doesn't surprise me at all. He isn't drunk. You know, but like they they have that excuse that, you know, sounds plausible. Like they had the interview the night before, then flew to New York for the, or like, uh, I don't know if it was New York or somewhere somewhere up in the Northeast, where they flew up there that night after the interview with somebody else, got like two hours of sleep and then went to the Brian Flores interview at like seven in the morning. Yeah, like you could tell somebody would probably be pretty disheveled from something like that. But like at the same time, I don't know, man, you like, probably come to your best for, an interview for the like, head coach of your football team. I honestly think that the I think that the explanation I think the explanation that was given, like in a lot of ways, only kind of makes this point maybe even more. Like just think yeah. about like how people are. I mean, at least at least me, I can speak for myself. Like think about it. You had a hard day. He says he had this interview late at night. You know. How easy would it have been for them to go out, have maybe a few, two drinks? You know what I mean? So I think that the explanation he gave actually, I think the explanation kind of actually submits what he said even more. Yeah, I mean, he had a three-hour interview. It's not like he didn't give Brian Flores any chance or didn't listen to him and wasn't a contender. I I get that, but... No, it's not that... that Brian Flores is not saying that... Brian Flores is saying that they filled up late, unprofessionally, drunk... I'm not drunk, yeah. but hungover. Well, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, that's again, I don't. You're a GM, like you're a general manager. You're gonna sell up to a million hungover like, and you look at the NFL like that's not. Yeah, it's Chris. Well, that's why Chris, let's be honest. You go, you go to work hangover all the time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. Go I haven't on. done it in quite some time, but I have done it. Uh, uh, but I'm not a general man, too, and <laughs> I don't get millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't show up on over. Yeah, but, I mean, we'll see. I mean, there's rumors that Brian Flores is the head runner for the head, the front runner for the Houston Texans. Um, if they swear to God, if they hire fucking Josh over fucking Brian oh, Flores. That cements God. the fucking so, problem in the NFL. Like, still, that's because Brian Flores gets the job does not mean that there's not a problem. No, you're 100% right. There is a problem. I'm not trying to say there isn't. No, but, you can't for anybody else think, oh, uh, he's going to the lawsuit. No. No, fuck, I would have dropped the lawsuit. And that I'm like, like, and I'm scared that might hurt him. And he he knows it, too. Like, is the NFL team going to request him to drop the lawsuit once he's hired? Yeah, like. I'm surprised he's getting the interview. We know what happened to Colin Kaepernick. He got blackballed. Black, go Colin Black. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You had to say it. I'm sorry. Colin Kaepernick did it to his fucking self. Colin Kaepernick and opted out of his contract with his hands from Pittsburgh 49. He opted not to accept multiple contracts with other right, teams right, right. because but, he valued himself where other teams valued him. Did you not watch Colin Kaepernick throw the fucking football? The dude couldn't hit a fucking wide open wide receiver. No one answered. No one He was blackballed. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Blackballed. Uh, did, did, Jake the Hole made it? Jake the Hole made a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer made a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson made a Super Bowl. And you want to talk about fucking Colin Kaepernick? Did NFL not pay him like fifty million dollars? And don't act like the 
I'm sorry. Don't act what? like the man gave up everything. The man is making more fucking money than he's ever would have made in the NFL. Yes, but but his chance for redemption, his chance for redemption to work out for fucking teams. He says at the Atlanta Falcons, what he's like, nah. I'm too good for this shit. I'm gonna go down here and do a workout. They wanted to make sure that there were cameras available to be there at the inter- at the workout to make sure that any teams that were there couldn't be like, yeah, he just wasn't good at the workout. He wanted to make sure that there was proof of his performance during the workout. Yeah, he, like, he, he never cared about his career. He wants publicity. But even even his, even his career, he was he was blackballed. Like his his last season in the league, he had 16 touchdowns to four interceptions. All four of those interceptions were in one game against the Bears in the snow in a blizzard. So other than that one game where it was terrible okay, he had 16 he, in a whole season. He had 16 touchdowns. Yeah, 16 in that. Uh, okay, 11, eleven games or whatever it was. Okay, he had a fifty-nine completion rating. Yeah, that's Which that's is not better that's not than Cam good. Newton that year, though. You know. Okay, he, his best throwing yards is thirty-three hundred yards. And and oh, hold on, I I certainly remember him running all over the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, he's a runner. Okay, okay, yeah. stop making he's a quarterback. The dude was a, the dude is uh the gadget. He he could be Taysom Holmes. That is what Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, thank you. He is Taysom Hill. That he was Taysom Hill before Taysom Hill. That is what Colin Kaepernick was. Stop it. He's got power arm with no accuracy and can run the run all day long. He's got really really good adjusted yards per completion and adjusted yards per attempt. Okay, his best season throwing was twenty one touchdowns. Twenty one touchdowns. Yeah, all right. He did throw the ball a lot, but he did throw a lot of interceptions. His worst year is ten interceptions. Ten. Brett Favre does that in the game. But I, <laughs> throw, throw Jameis Winston out there. He'll get 30 interceptions yeah, in yeah. a season. Come on. His, his average, <laughs> he wasn't even at the league average for completion rate. He's below average for completion rate. What was it? He was right around 60 for his career, which isn't He was 59%. Man. We're talking about sixty-five and seven. We're talking about seventy as the 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 average now, and we're saying six fifty-nine is not bad. Really, are we fucking? Are you? You're okay. Okay, but blackballed. He was blackballed. One blackball. The dude did it to himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. The dude did. It to, he could have still had multiple more years of a career. He, he, he took himself out of the league. You, you, you he can, took himself out of the league. You can show all these like uh, stats, but at the same time, after Callan Kaepernick's last year, Mike Glennon has earned thirty something million dollars in his career to be a starter for two separate, three separate teams now. Like, man, that's, but, there's no excuse for it. There's really no excuse for it. Yeah, Mike Glennon no, just a, a big neck. Glenn fucking Gabbard. That's all I have to say. Glenn all I'm Gabbard. saying is, at the at the very worst, and this is the very worst case, he would have been the best backup quarter in, quarterback in the league. I mean, I'm just saying, like, like there's a lot of a chance to back really up. bad quarterbacks out there. There's it. a lot of really bad guys. The guy had the opportunity to be backup. He refused. He kept himself out. He refused backup role money. 
Baltimore Ravens offered him a contract. He said, no, that's not enough money. Another team offered him, no, that's, that's not enough money. Land. He, he wanted starting money because he thought he was a star. The dude, he didn't want to be a backup. He kept himself out of the league. Just like I, he kept himself out of the league. He but, refused to be something. He wanted, he had this image that what he should be, but he wasn't. And he kept himself out of the league. Did, did after a little while, all of his antics, Keep him out, probably because he was worth. He was more of a headache than he was worth a value. But well, but going back to the point, if Brian Flores is going to get that thing printed, not saying he's going to act like Holland Allen. I'm saying if he's going to get black, who wants blackball? Holland Allen wants blackball. If Brian Flores is going to get blackball, really hope Brian Brian Flores doesn't get blackball. But it could happen. It could happen. If a team doesn't hire him, at least, if he doesn't get it, he, and he could choose to opt out and wait a year like these other guys, but the dude should stay in the NFL somehow. Like, he is, he is a great coordinator. And if he has to take a coordinated job for a year, so let it be. But he, I hope to God he doesn't get blackballed. He shouldn't be. And I, he's doing it the right way. Colin Kaepernick did it the wrong way. I, I you think, can't. But when he started, and then he started, he never did it the right way because he he said one thing and did the opposite. He wanted he he wanted he wanted injustice to be corrected. Okay, but you're still being injustice to yourself by doing the things you're doing. Like you're calling you're you're wearing pig socks, you know, with act and act, you know, calling out this shit. Like you don't do this shit. Like if you want to be better, be better. Don't call out things. That are a problem in our society, which there were problems and still are problems in our society about those things. But you so, don't be the right. problem yourself. But you can't follow the fucking it was right. Of course, he was fucking right. It's not a fucking false rumor that there's a problem with the police. But guess what? The media is also making it sometimes worse. Like, look at the de- look at the rates. Look at the yeah, true yeah. death rates. But I mean, I'm but, saying, like, but, and it's fucking stupid to say it's not right. I fucking live in Virginia. I look in Southwest Virginia, not West Virginia, Southwest Virginia. And I just drove around houses today looking with my girlfriend and seeing fucking rebel flags. I know that doesn't say you're racism, but still, I mean, you know that shit. I live, I lived in Kentucky. I knew KKK places. Of course, fucking racism is real. Shut the fuck. Of course, it is. Okay, come on. Well, I don't want to know. I know it. Yeah, of course I know you know it. Fucking Missouri wasn't much better when I lived there. <laughs> but I mean, that's it for this podcast. We ran a little long today, <laughs> but we had um, some big things to unpack. We had a great guest in Sployer. Thank you again, Sployer, for jumping on. Yeah, you can give yourself here a little uh, uh, second to give yourself a shout out if you like. Yeah, go ahead and follow me. It's at Rainbow Explosion with uh, with no E in the explosion. <laughs> but I tweet a whole Sorry. bunch of garbage. <laughs> he does. I mean, he is a Bears fan. I did get people warning at the beginning of this. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> we do appreciate you coming on, Splitter. You've been a great guest. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. And uh, that is all for the All Time Mystery Podcast. Thank you again. This is yours truly, little B. Epernelli Sports. Yeah, <laughs> Don't forget to follow the all-time mystic RS on Twitter at 18 Mystic Art. Don't forget to like and subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. We're also on Internet. We love the voice message.
uh, also, don't forget, uh, you guys did not mention this. Next week, we will have a uh, show about the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl at some point. Most That's great. Right, yeah. We're having a Super Bowl special Saturday before the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl special. We're going to talk about how the Bengals are going to get that dub. Who day, baby? You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at T underscore. Thank you again. Have a great week. Who day? Okay.